Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. I just wanted to swing by for a bit of an update. I've taken a little bit of time away um, just to kind of reset and ramp up for our next active uh, period of weather that seems to be coming later this week. Um, so let's hop right to it. Um, first and foremost, on Thursday, uh, temperatures were going to be uh, are going to come up off a nice southwesterly flow. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see some widespread 60 degree temperatures in there, and you're going to get a system that's going to slide um, just west of here. So you're looking at uh, that low pressure probably pa uh, passing through areas of like western Kentucky up to Indiana, Illinois, um, kind of going on that route to the northeast there. And in turn, what this does is puts us in uh, a warm area. Uh, the technical term for that is the warm sector, but we'll call it a warm area. We'll uh, keep it kind of basic here today. And and in and when you're inside that warm area, you get enough um, instability uh, for some strong, possibly a couple uh, severe thunderstorms. And but the main threats with these are going to be damaging winds, um, some heavy rain at times, some cloud-to-ground lightning. Um, not looking at any kind of severe weather outbreak with this, uh, especially at the moment. Uh, but we'll keep an eye on that as we get closer, as that's about two days away. And what's going to happen beyond this is going into the day Friday, you're going to get a strong cold front that works through the region with a also strong northwesterly flow that's going to get some widespread light snows to wrap around um, and move into the state um, keep in mind it's been um, a little bit warmer so um, there's not a lot of like ice or snow cover um, in the Great Lakes, so if you get uh, some lake effect winds um, to kind of crank up, could be one of those situations where uh, a general one to three inch um, scenario could be likely for Friday into Saturday. And so this system, it'll come in, wrap around, kind of go by the wayside, but it's going to also introduce a much more active period as uh, winter starts to ramp up a little bit more. And I was just taking a look at some of the uh, upper level analogs. And one of the things that is really standing out to me is that you typically have uh, blocking that goes up somewhere between, uh, you know, anywhere between the Pacific Northwest out into the Bay of Alaska, over Alaska, western parts of Canada. And you can also get another high-pressure blocking over um, just off the northeast coast, um, you know, out near Maine, over there towards um, uh, up until the northern part of the Atlantic Ocean. And those two blocking high-pressures, um, when they for uh, when they are uh, forming in conjunction with each other, tends to force um, the jet stream to buckle. And when that does, that sends cold shot after cold shot 
typically into central and eastern parts of the country. And what you're actually going to see with this one is this, the blocking is going to be similar to what we went through with this severe cold spell. Now, I'm not talking about uh, temperatures being that cold uh, in any instance. I'm just noting the similarities because you're going to see blocking stretching across Canada. And what that's going to do is essentially trap cold air um, further south uh, across the country. And so as long as that blocking persists, you're going to continue to see cold shot after cold shot. And you're going to continue to see an active storm track after active storm track. And this has some indications that it could continue into February. Uh, if that's the case, um, we could be looking at um, another uh, harsh period of winter weather. I wouldn't say uh, to the fact of what we just went through with the extreme cold. I would say it would be a little bit more stormier than that one and, and not as cold. Now, I'm not saying that we won't see maybe low temperatures hit zero or maybe a little bit below. That's, of course, always on table anytime you're dealing with uh, historically, one of the colder months on average uh, in winter. January is typically that coldest month. And so, in that sense, the blocking, whenever you see that show up on these analogs, it doesn't have to look as extreme uh, to get really cold temperatures involved. And so, that's something to note, too, as uh, if you're a fellow... Uh, model and, and trend watcher, um, keep that in mind because that blocking does not have to show up, you know, to that extreme point as it did with this last Arctic air outbreak because you're entering, again, again entering in this um, typical coldest month of the winter season. So it doesn't take as much. Uh, to show up on that to be really cold. Uh, but anyways, um, I'm still also on the fence because, you know, it's January. Um, you know, haven't really had a whole lot of snow events here yet. And, and I'm the type of person with that mindset, especially with daylight getting longer. We're going to gain about 40 minutes of daylight um, this month. So I'm, I'm already full-fledged team spring. So if it doesn't snow anymore... Uh, I'm completely going to be okay with that. Um, and so that gets me kind of looking ahead. And so looking ahead towards spring, I'm on the fence. Um, I, I know, you know, I was one to say, hey, I think we're going to have, when the transition occurs, I think it's going to be pretty quick, pretty swift, and slingshot us right into severe thunderstorm season. And I'm not too sold on that Uh anymore just simply because what I'm seeing on these analogs are indicative of some some harsh patterns ahead so if you are a cold and snow lover um, winter's not over not by a long shot and if you're someone who's looking forward to spring and the warm weather and you know more daylight um, Let's just keep looking. That's that's about the only encouraging words that I can share with you today on that front. 
just to keep looking because, again, there, there are signs that winter's going to try to drag its feet. Um, if we do, we could be talking about dealing with cold shots all the way out until like April, like late April, um, like we did. I believe the winter I'm thinking of might have been 2021 or 2020-2021. It was also one that produced, I believe, a couple of ice storms around here and a couple of um, winter storm criteria snowfalls. And, and I'm not saying that's going to happen again this year, but that's one of the comparisons that I'm seeing. And it's just going to be interesting to, to watch unfold. Um, I do still expect once, once spring gets cranking, we got to keep an eye out for that severe thunderstorm season. Um, you know, the last couple of years around here hasn't been too crazy, other than uh, the one the event that happened um, in western Kentucky back in, in December, December 10th. Um, I believe that was 2021. or And, you know, that one was out of season. Uh, and most people don't understand that you do get two severe weather seasons in the Ohio Valley. You've got a spring severe weather season and you've got a fall severe weather season. But that fall severe weather season typically happens, uh, you know, October-ish. So for something so significant to happen in Western Kentucky, um, you know, back December 10th of 2021, um, that's way out of season, and it is something that does not happen a whole lot. Um, but uh, again, uh, back to the near term. Uh, the near term, again, we are watching a system going to bring a little bit of rain, uh, and strong to severe thunderstorms possible on Thursday. A uh, strong cold front swings through on Friday, uh, bringing some light snow accumulations. Right now it looks to be a one to three inch event. Um, these tend to be a little sneaky for areas of uh, southeastern and eastern parts of the state uh, just because um, you get some of that moisture, it kind of bounces off the mountains as well. So I wouldn't be surprised to see somebody come in on the higher end of that as opposed to the lower end. And keep in mind, winter tries to get cranking after that. And we go right back into the tank. Guys, that's all I've got for you today. Um, I'll have more updates as needed going forward, especially about the severe weather um, that could occur on Thursday, and of course, as you know, I'll have your usual updates with the potential snowfall on Friday into Saturday, and first call for snowfall likely comes on Thursday. Guys, make it a good, great Tuesday. Take care.